Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here Sunday evening for Monday's six-game main slate starting at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time for both DraftKings and FanDuel. Yahoo has yet to release their slate, so fortunately we do not have any player totals or, or pricing rather for Yahoo, but we do have FanDuel, we do have DraftKings, and we know that 6.40, hey, James, the, the slates, the sites are actually uh, on the same page today. I wish I had a soundboard because I would play a clapping sound, and I won't clap because there's potential my dogs will bark and my son will wake up and there will be a nightmare, and then I'll have to leave this podcast. But in you guys now know what I was hoping would happen. But anyways, yeah, thank you, thank you to DraftKings and, and Fandle for finally getting your shit together and, and uh, giving us the same size slate, man. But uh, yeah, fun little slate. Not too big, not too little. We always talk about it doing the NBA podcast for you guys don't know. Uh, John and I just podcast all year round. Six games is the wheelhouse. And I feel like that's about the same for baseball. Like baseball, when everyone's on the slate, like there's nine teams you can stack. And there's 12 pitchers that are potentially in the player pool. Now you really have to, you're going to see very chalk pitchers at the top, especially when you look at who's facing who, like Pablo Lopez against Arizona. But you have to really hone in on what offenses are hot and what are who are slumping to really look at those GPP winning pitchers um, that you have and others don't. That's what these smaller slates really provide for us. Yeah, oftentimes, though, the pitching can also be a problem when these smaller slates if there aren't any good ones. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, we do have a couple decent matchups here. Uh, obviously, the notable one, as you mentioned, Pablo Lopez. It's not just that he's facing Arizona. It's just that he's also home. He's been good on the road this year. He's just been he's just been a good pitcher so far this season, but over the course of his career, just elite, elite, elite home splits. Uh, so he will for sure be one of the uh, the top guys rostered in a six-game slate here. But after that, James, I don't know. There's some guys that I, I kind of I think Drew Rasmussen against Oakland is probably the next yeah. guy I feel confident. Bassett and Freed going up against one another, Atlanta versus the Mets. Like, it's a good pitching matchup. I also like both offenses, so it could go either way. Ninety six to ninety three hundred dollars for them on DraftKings. FanDuel the same thing. Lopez is the top price pitcher at ten five. Kind of expensive, but Bassett and Freed right there at 10 and 9-6. So I think for me, going to Erasmussen here against Oakland is probably my next starting pitcher. Yeah, I agree. Erasmussen is definitely going to be popular coming off the start that he had last time out. Almost 34 DraftKings points, and we love the pitch count, right? 64-68 his first two starts, 84 the next start. Something that we've kind of been weary about when we deal with Kevin Cash-led teams. So I definitely like Rasmussen. I will say something worth noting. I'm looking at splits here. The Mets are definitely better against right-handed pitching. Um, They're 17th in OPS against lefties. So maybe maybe Freed is somewhat of a contrarian play. Sure. We know he's a very good pitcher coming off one earned in his last two starts. So if you want to go Freed, I think that's a little contrarian. I was also looking, John, and I know Marco Gonzalez is going up against Houston. And Houston is notoriously a lefty mashing team. They are 20th yeah. in OPS this year against left-handed pitching. They do not look good offensively. And, I mean, 
They're still missing Altuve. It's also well. I think we talked about this before. In in past years, Marco Gonzalez had been a reverse splits pitcher. Right. But I think we looked last year and that wasn't the case. Yeah, I, I can pull it up, but I do believe that is correct. I think last year was like the first time in his career that he actually got lefties out. We have a a big price difference between FanDuel and DraftKings with Zach, really good pitcher. Zach Allen, obviously working his way back from injury. Shut out the Dodgers in his last start, over six innings, five strikeouts. Mets start before that, five innings, one earned, seven Ks. 90 pitches in his most recent start, which is great to see as he works his way back up. $7,600 on DraftKings. Uh, On FanDuel, though, $9,100. So very big price discrepancy there. I actually think... FanDuel probably has some price appropriate. I think DraftKings is where the value is. James, we don't often talk about this, but you know, on a slate like this, would you consider pitching both Lopez and Gallon, even though they're up against one another? Yeah, probably a better tournament strategy, right? Because in cash, cash, we want both of our pitchers to have a chance to win. Sure. So I would probably deploy that in tournaments, but I do think that it's fine. Like on a six-game slate with not a lot of solid pitchers, I mean... Gallon's gone, Gallon's gone over 20 fantasy points in each of his last two starts for the Diamondbacks without getting the win. Yeah, he's extremely good. And I think you're on like you're onto something, but I think it's a, a strategy that we should only deploy in tournaments. I mean, look at the guys around him. Jordan Montgomery, been very good, gets the Blue Jays, probably not the our favorite spot. Right. Dare we play Chris Paddock? I mean... <laughs> what we talked about it last i talked this was the erod paddock game yeah and you were on the side of erod and neither of us were wrong we were uh, both E-Rod right got the strikeouts erod got the strikeouts which got us there but paddock was good as only because the minnesota or the detroit offense was had been very poor mm-hmm. so baltimore's <laughs> offense is very poor All right unless you're facing uh the red sox pitching staff. unless you're well i mean or the yankees before they went on their nine game winning streak right. same could be said there so i'm not against it john i, I do think seven two for chris paddock is a pretty good price tag uh yeah, seven eight on fanduel for paddock as well again still, you, you still only good. need one starter on fanduel so you probably don't need to go the paddock route unless you're really looking to spend down at that position but you know on fanduel you do need that sp2 or Again, we don't know what Yahoo's pricing will be, but you need two starters over on Yahoo as well. Yeah, I think you're I think you're spot on with the analysis. I think he's a good good SP two. Okay, and we're out on anybody else, right? Dalton Jeffries, Jake Odorizzi. So Ross Stripling's been very good, but the Yankees right now are just a wagon. They're, so. Yeah, they're no, nah, they're rolling. I mean, again, nine straight. They're just scoring runs in bunches. Um, like if you want to test your luck, I, good luck. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely maybe Judge gets a day off. Well, then he, no, he so he sat on Saturday. Okay, so he'll be in the lineup. Catcher position again. We don't like this. <laughs> Darno's at the fifty four hundred. <laughs> so I don't know if you, so anyone for anyone following in our Discord, it has been a Guru, our our good friend Guru, who has been with us for a while. It's been his mission to point out Darno price rise every slate. And he has made it a, a point that he went from two nine. What did he put today in Discord? He said in three days he was he went from twenty six hundred to fifty four hundred for whatever reason. Yeah, no reason. Actually. None. None. None uh, he was like min price against Bueller that day. I'm like I have to play him. He's not that bad. He's too good of a hitter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's, he's hitting yeah. 300. He's 5400. We're not paying that though. We're not going to pay not that. Not paying it. No. Paying over four. I'm not paying over four K. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, well, I mean, it's a small slate. Maybe Zunino, even though he's not hitting anything. He hit a home run the other day. 
Yeah, he was only hitting 093 on the year. So 3,600 against Dalton Jeffries, though. He sucks. So maybe there's some value to... You get McCann versus a lefty. I know it's freed. He's been good. But, you know, $2,800, just throw him in there and hope sure. for... Hope he gets hit by a pitch or something. Just lean, yeah, into, I think, lean into I think, one. Yeah, I think he's definitely in play. He's been slightly better. And I mean that in the like the smallest sense because he had one three-hit game. in He has three hits in five games, and three of them came in one game. All of them came in one game. So, yeah. I think Ryan Jeffers. Is Sanchez back? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll is. have to watch... We'll have to watch the the Sanchez status. If Jeffers in the lineup, he had been hitting well while Sanchez was out. But man, it's a it is. Maybe a, you just spend two thousand dollars on anybody because you're punting catcher. Yeah, I think right? honestly, John, play Robinson Chirinos or something maybe, and just call it a day. Yeah, know? William Contreras hit two home runs in one game on the 29th against Texas. If he were to start for Atlanta, I mean, not that we want to play William Contreras, but like. He has two home run upside, I guess, yeah, right? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, just find a cheap, put him in your lineup, expect a zero, and anything else is gravy. So, that's kind of where we're at, I think, with this with this slate. Because I don't... Like, it's probably Zunino. Or, I guess, maybe Alejandro Kirk, because it's a righty versus a lefty matchup there. And he's back in the lineup for Toronto, so... Yeah, he's just been... He has, like, all right, They're not going to play Collins versus a lefty. So Kirk at 4K against Montgomery is probably going to start. And then, yeah, I mean, if Zunino starts, I might go just go Zunino for the home run potential. He hit 35 home runs last year or something insane? Yeah, yeah, he hit them all against lefties, though. He, like, not all, obviously, but, like, he feasted against left-handed pitching yeah he was actually pretty even but you weren't wrong he hit 342 16 home runs with a 1300 yeah. OPS. no he no yeah he was against left-handed lefties. pitching 17 home runs versus righties hitting 150 so all or nothing versus righties and then he just dominated he's a lefties. hall of fame catcher against southpaws so. <laughs> anyways enough about catcher- the- uh Holy. ty france is six thousand dollars in what world i understand that he's, well, he's been very good i get it i get it but you see Vladdy Guerrero and know, Hendo no, I, and Matt yeah. Olson and Pete Alonzo, but at the top of the mountain, it's Ty France. Ty France. <laughs> you know what? Get your bag, Ty France. Look at this money. 6000 freaking dollars for Ty France. He would be fourth on that list, though. <laughs> the guy on, on FanDuel, uh, Vladdy and, and Rizzo are ahead of him. I think Odorizzi is bad, is bad against... All of everyone on everybody <laughs> so and i shouldn't say think like he is he actually was very even though he was very good against texas last time out six innings one hit allowed but before then he didn't get out of the first against the angels four and a third against seattle so he's faced seattle already in the series did france tee him up on that game do we have a let's see do we have do we go back what what is the what is the date well, you have to I don't know. Let me check real quick. Uh, against Houston. It was 4-15. 4-15. He was one for four with two RBIs and a double. Okay. So maybe that was against Odorizzi without actually checking. Could have been. Without checking. Anything yeah, without is checking, possible. Anything is possible. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Yep. Uh, they scored 11 runs in that game. So Seattle was not messing around. I, I will never pay $6,000 for Garnett. No. I mean, look. We're going to pay 56 for Vlad. We're going to pay 55 for Rizzo. If you want to be contrarian and play Olsen at 51, fine. 
not paying 6k for Ty Frank. Can't do it. What's his price on FanDuel, John? You have it open, yeah, right? Yeah, he's 39. He's the third highest price first baseman. Vlad okay, and maybe, Rizzo are ahead of him. Maybe on FanDuel, right? Not on DraftKings, though. Yeah. 6K. You just can't do that. Yeah, no, that is that is steep tag. Mid-tier pricing. Yandi, we hate him because he just doesn't provide much. But he hits in the middle of the lineup, so... He's raking. He is raking lately. Yeah. Uh, and he gets on base no a lot. Power, there's no power. He's beat, he he's he, a, he looks like our, he should be hitting more than doubles and he just right yeah he's like a slap first baseman like it doesn't make any sense uh, he's fine like he's, he's fine. Fine. yuli's there 38 he's marco he's fine goodrum prob starts with uh altuve out he hits lefties really well again it's gonzalez and i do gonzalez in this spot but we've seen goodrum actually hit second against lefties with altuve out so something to consider Okay. I'm probably just going to take my shot with Vladdy. Yeah, I mean, no, that's fine. I mean, there's there's no need to... I, I actually think this is one of the few times that I don't see much first base value. I feel like there's been... I mean, last three slates, I've been... Like, Joey Votto has been under yeah. three. And he hasn't been great, but, like, value. Like, mm-hmm. plenty of value there. Here, it's... I mean, if you're... I don't know. There's not... If you're fading Chris Paddock, it's Ryan Mountcastle, and that's probably it that's right second base you got Lau at 49 against jeffries they bumped my boy santiago espinal to 39 $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, $3, lucky john sorry yeah tough day no longer as free as can be what did he do today do we got a we got a number on what he did today did he play today he was over three yesterday let's see let's see tronto they went they only scored three runs Box score tells me that Santiago Espinal went, went for three with an RBI. <laughs> yep. No, it's just a single. Yeah. Good enough. Uh, I'll still play him. That's fine. Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, Gossman, Whoa, by the way. What do you mean, Jordan Montgomery? What is that supposed to mean? Remember when you were making fun of Gossman for going back to the AL East? Whoops. Yeah, that was... Uh, he's, I'm uh, smart. He is very strong. Um, I am smart. Yeah, 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 he's very good. So anyways, Lau for me, Espinal for me... Polanco against Wells, just because I don't think Wells is any good. Yep. Uh, maybe a lead miss against the lefty and Marco. Maybe. Jed Lowry's back. Yeah, Jed Lowry's back in the lineup if you want to go against Rasmussen. That's it. I'm not going any further. This position sucks. Yes, yeah, not good. Third base position, uh, Eugenio, 54. Um, Heesh. They love the Mariners on this yeah, slate. I get it because Odorizzi sucks. Odorizzi's but... that bad. You got Marco at 51. You do have Riley against a righty at 5K. Mm-hmm. Chapman, but he's generally better against righties and lefties. Now, First... he had a lot of power He had a lot of power against uh, yeah, lefties last true. year. that's true. That's true. The power was there against lefties. So if you do want to go there, he's struggling like he was last year. But yeah, And if Abraham Toro's okay for value he's been bad this year but he's a good hitter is kevin smith the old k-e-v-a-n a-n was the old catcher this is yeah a-n, a-n was a-n. the old catcher i wasn't sure if they like converted him to no his parents spelled his name wrong and this okay. one's parents were smart all right i don't know sheldon yeah. noose john continues to hit the guy just is raking sure noose hit is... a home run the other day he just hits dude i don't know like who is this guy urshel is 31 yeah if you're stacking against wells that's fine Okay. Anybody else? No. Six games. Not much. Shortstop. Hey, 5,600 for J.B. Crawford. Did homer today. I told... Listen, what did I tell you five podcasts ago? 
that J.P. Crawford was good. Yeah, he has like 10 uh, hits in like 10 straight games or yeah, something. Yeah, man. He's legit. <laughs> and now we have to pay for it, so I'm not. But, you know, OPS over 1,000, three home runs. like. Lindor, natural, is a notorious lefty killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeremy Pena. Your boy IKF against Stripling, if he's in the lineup, could go there. I've been... I've been I mean, Jorge Mateo is just a stolen base guy. If you want to see if he gets on base, I mean, before... Same this, with Walls, both yeah, of them. Yeah, before this last couple of games against Boston, he had a nice little hit streak going against the, the Yankees and the Angels. Um, not going to light the world on fire, but he had a two-steal game. He had a three-game stretch against the Angels where he had four stolen bases. So if he gets on, he steals a bag. Like, he's 2600 he's already paying off your value, so... Uh, if you're looking to punt shortstop, maybe maybe you take a little peek see at at Ori Mateo. Yeah, I think the clear like values are Mateo and Walls for sh- stolen base upside. Walls has three stolen bases in his last ten games, so many homered on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, both of those are good calls. So if they're in the lineup, you take a peek at him. Walls is a switch hitter too, so he gets yeah. gets the advantage there against Jeffries. Outfield. Acuna is 6,100. Aaron Judge has been hitting just a billion home runs. Two more today. That's four over the last three games. That's five over the last. So as locked in can be. But again, Stripling's been pitching fairly well. So maybe a little bit of a tougher matchup than than Daniel Lynch that he faced today. But again, when Judge is going good, uh, fewer get locked in uh, as well as he does. Yeah, I have nothing really to add there. I think he's as elite as it comes, honestly. Uh, when he's like you said, when he's locked in, I mean, he's just kind of unstoppable. So. I love that Acuna came back from his his surgery and stole two bags right away. Yeah, oh for two with two strikeouts, right? Is that what it was? The initial return? Maybe they didn't update this box score correctly. I have four twenty eight as his return. He was one for five with two strikeouts. Yeah, one one for two, one or one for five. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, the one for five with uh... two strikeouts, two stolen bases right off the yep. bat. Though sixty one hundred's a lot though. It's I mean, a lot. it's not a lot, I guess, but he's just coming back. I don't know. Um... It's a tough matchup. A judge has an easier matchup. Yeah, Springer against Buxton has an easier matchup. Yep. Springer, Springer is rolling. Well, Jesse Winker at fifty two hundred, two hits yesterday. I think he had a hit in RBI today. It's. I mean, we know he's better than 169 that he's hitting, but also 5200. Like, it's probably more of a Fanduel play because I know. I I guarantee without even looking, I know he's a better uh, price point over there. So. Yeah, we haven't really. We talked about like first and second base at Fanduel, and we we missed the other positions. But let's see. Uh, Brandon Lyle's got outfield eligibility over here. Jesus, everybody can play every position on Fanduel. Are we talking about Winker? Uh, let's see. Winker is. $2,600, so you are yeah. correct. Very cheap yeah. over on uh, the FanDuel. Uh, Judge, top price guy. Jordan at 41 Buxton's 39 Springer's 38 Acuna's 38 Stanton is 36 uh, Lyle, again, multi-position eligibility, 35 Julio Rodriguez is $3,200 on FanDuel. On uh, DraftKings, Julio Rodriguez is $3,700. So, I think $3,700 for Rodriguez is probably where I want to spend my money right now. Yeah, right now, core play. Yeah. Stealing everything, hit his first home run. Really locked in right now. Yeah, he's locked in. I agree. Let's see. Mid-tier, anybody else to go to you in this mid-4K range? Uh, I mean, Kyle Tucker is fine against lefties. Hit a home run the other day against a lefty. I don't hate it. I know 
we like Marco, but Rosarena's got to come around at some point, right? Zero home runs, mm-hmm. 23 strikeouts in 19 games. Maybe a matchup against Dalton Jeffries does the trick. Yep, Cedric 4K. Uh, yeah. Yep, yeah. I was about to say Cedric Mullins 4K. I think that's a great price tag. Yeah, I'm with you there. So we do Dr. Julio Rodriguez in on that. Kepler keeps on hitting home run the other day, two for two, three RBI. Basically, after he tore apart Erod against us, uh, he's continued to hit the ball well. So Kepler 34 works for me. Let's see. I hate that we're going to go back to the Twins. I know. It's a viable stack. I'm just voicing my displeasure. Anybody else? I'm not, again, some of these guys will start. We'll be able to figure out a little bit more value, but... None of these guys, at least down below. Josh Lowe, three. He hasn't been great, but he, like, they move him all around the order. Sometimes we see him second, sometimes we see him fourth. Um, I don't hate. He homered the other day. Yeah, homered the other day. Uh, I don't hate Santander and I don't hate Hayes. Um, Hayes is really locked in, hitting over 300 with 1,000 OPS over his last 10 games. Chas McCormick led off the other day. Has he been the leadoff hitter since the 2v went down? Uh, He usually leads off against lefties, so. Uh, He should be leading him. Him and they. We'll see because him and Siri, now Jose Siri, both have let off. Yeah. So we'll see which leads off. We've talked about McCormick though hitting yeah. against lefties. He hit lefties extremely well last year, and in a, in a nice little in a groove right now. Probably one of the only Astros there are, John or that are rather. Yeah. I I think the more we talk about the Astros because we've mentioned a lot of them, no one's gonna play Marco Gonzalez. Right. Because I think the the stigma is that they just hit lefties well. Or uh, that the Astros hit lefties, rather. And they haven't this year. Right. So. You got to bet against it. Yeah, just something to consider for tournaments. Uh, you got a home run call? My home run call will not be Ty France. <laughs> um, just kidding. Nothing against Ty France. Let's see. Rush Tripling gives up a lot of home runs. I feel like the chalk is really just going to the Yankees, right? That's the chalk. What Yankee can I go that's not Aaron Judge? I'm going to go Anthony Rizzo deposits a home run for the New York Yankees on Monday. All right, you got Anthony Rizzo. I'm going to ride the kid. We'll go We'll go Julio Rodriguez. Ooh. There you go there. Or Rizzo's okay. trash. Okay. All right, was, the kid's been hot, hitting over 300 the last like week. Homer the first time today. We'll say he gets two. Oh, not, not that he's going to hit two. I'm going to say he'll get number two. Uh, here for Monday. So that wraps up the podcast. If you have any questions, you know where to find us uh, on Twitter and in Discord. James and I will catch you guys later.